Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com social chat room supported by full interactive media stop by now and join in on the fun hi this is dana workman from haunted highway on sci-fi and you're listening to the ghost host sophia temporelli on liveparanormal.com this is Bill Murphy of Sci-Fi Channel's Fact or Fake Paranormal Files, and you're listening to the ghost host, Sophia Tipparelli on LiveParanormal.com. Hey everybody, this is Rex Williams, the medic from Destination Truth, and you're listening to the ghost host, Sophia, on LiveParanormal.com. This is True TV's haunting evidence investigator, Patrick Burns. And ghost huntress author, Marley Gibson. And you're You're listening to to Ghost Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli. Ian, Michael Perry. And we're here, hello, we're here at the Ghost Host with Sophia Temporelli and weekly... Paranormal.com. Weekly, weekly at (laughs) liveparanormal.com. This is Stefan Brigatti from Pacific Coast Paranormal, and you're listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. She rocks. This is Christopher Sanders with My Ghost Story on Biography. You are listening to the ghost host with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Hi, this is Professor Lloyd Auerbach, parapsychologist, and you're listening to The Ghost Host with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. This is author Alexandra Holzer, and you're listening to Ghost Host Sophia Temporelli. Hi, this is Jeff Belanger, host of 30 Odd Minutes, founder of GhostVillage.com, and author of lots of your favorite paranormal books, and you're listening to the ghost host, Sophia, on LiveParanormal.com. Boo! This is Nick Groff, executive producer of Ghost Adventures, the original documentary in Ghost Adventures, season 1 through 10, and executive producer of Ghost Stalkers, author of Chasing Spirits, the building of the Ghost Adventures crew, and founder of NickGroffTours.com. You are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. Tune in. Hey, this is Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures, and you are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. That's right, it's the Ghost Host Show with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Congratulations, Sophia, on celebrating 12 years of broadcasting here on LiveParanormal.com and now on GhostHunting.com. So feel free to listen on either platform. Feel free to jump into LiveParanormal.com chat room, too, as well. 
uh, it only takes a second to get an avatar, and you're part of the ELP family. So uh, if you have any questions for our guests, uh, make sure they're all caps in the chat room so we can distinguish between the questions and the chats going on. Feel free to call into the show, 347-202-0316. That's 347-202-0316. We want to thank the site founder, Live of LiveParanormal.com, Rob Sarek. Thank you so much for so many years of great broadcasting here uh, with this show. Today, returning to the show is renowned televised psychic medium, life coach, inspirational speaker, broadcaster, and best-selling author, Rick Hayes. Everyone visit lifesgift.com. Facebook, Rick Hayes Life's Gift. Twitter at Life's Gift One. And YouTube search Psychic Medium Rick Hayes. Coming up, we have uh, Psychic Housewife of New Jersey, April. She will be on next weekend, the 22nd. A Weird New Jersey contributing writer and paranormal investigator Jim Paris will be returning to the program on the 29th. Dark Side of the Apple, a true story of paranormal attack. Uh, author Sabrina Marie will be on the program on August 8th. So we have a lot of great broadcasts coming up. So like the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on MyParanormal.com Facebook fan page to learn of the guests as we learn of them real time. Also, like LiveParanormal.com Facebook group page and support the members here on LiveParanormal.com. Uh, the membership packages, uh, they start as low as $2.99 a month. And Rob Sarek, the site founder, he's great at rewarding the audience with a lot of autographed books by some of your favorite paranormal authors. Also, support the vendors here on Live Paranormal too as well. Tonight, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern, Beyond the Screen and Ghost Light Radio, as well, monthly Mondays right here. Chip copy of Annie's Paranormal State, you know, from Psychic Kids, Kindred Spirits. He's here Monday nights uh, monthly, as well as Ben Hansen, Amy Goodwin, David M. Roundtree, Stefan Brigatti, Andy and Michelle Kopic, Ken Gearhart, and many more on this very network. Archive shows, if you miss anything, uh, they're available as free MP4 iTunes downloads on the homepage of LiveParanormal.com. Let's bring on the host here, Sophia. Congratulations on over 12 years of broadcasting here. Thank you. I can't believe it's already been 12 years, literally half my life. I know. You're doing a fantastic job. You've helped so many people through the years. You got all these things. You got all these uh, Twitters, uh, Instagrams, and things. Where can people find you? I'm on Twitter, Sophia Temporelli's one L, and Instagram, just Sophia Temporelli, because they actually let me put my name. Cursed... Yeah, they let you put your whole name. We cursed you with a really long name, so just drop an L, and you, you'll be able to find Sophia. Tell us about your guest, uh, Sophia. Today, returning to the show is renowned televised psychic medium, broadcaster, and best-selling author Rick Hayes. Rick is featured as one of the top 25 psychic mediums of America in the 2014 published book, The Top 100 Psychics and Astrologers in America, and named the 2013 and 2014 Psychic Medium of the Year by Paranormal Awards Association. Everyone visit lifeskip.com, Facebook, Rick Hayes, Lifeskip, Twitter at Lifeskip1, and YouTube search Psychic Medium Rick Hayes. Let's welcome him back into the show. Well, Rick, thanks for coming on. I'm, I'm trying to unmute you. It usually means we have a lot of listeners. <laughs> hey, Rick, thanks for coming on. <laughs> well, it's, it's a pleasure, and, and I'm just sitting here listening to you, and and uh, you said it's been 12 years now, and I believe I was on your show for the first time like 10 or 11 years ago. So it is great to be back again, and, and Sophia, uh, congratulations to you of 12, almost 12 years. I think I just watched you grow. Wow. Well, thank you. I mean, you know, just for coming on the show throughout the years and all of your support, too. I mean, it's always great getting to talk to you and hear your stories. 
Well, I, 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 it's truly, truly an honor on my part, and uh, I'm just, you know, it's great to be back here. What a way to, what a way to enjoy a weekend, just to be on this show today. That's well, thank you so much. To start off, um, can you tell us how, you know, you kind of discovered your psychic abilities? Um, was it an experience you had um, as a child, or did they just develop throughout your life? I. Actually, Sophie, I, I, I usually share with everyone, I know I was born with these abilities. We're all given abilities, talents, and skills in life. And, and I know I was born with them because I recognized them very early in my life. And it, for me, it was almost like learning to walk, you know, the same thing with my abilities. So uh, I, I experienced things early in my life. I was able to see, hear, feel, and acknowledge those in the next part of life early in my, as a kid. I always like to share that, you know, I didn't uh, share it with anyone at the time for, for several reasons. One of the reasons was I wanted friends growing up. So, you know, if I went around mm-hmm. telling everyone that I was seeing someone behind them, I don't think I would have had very many friends So at the time. So so I just kept it to myself and, and uh, throughout the years, and, and uh, I recognized my abilities throughout the years. But, but uh, it's been... I, uh, it's been 24 years now ago that I just uh, had an experience in my life that basically was sharing with me, this is my path, this is my purpose in life. And so I've been out now in the public in this industry now for over 22 years now. So it's been an incredible 22 years. I'm looking forward to the next 42 years. And uh, it's, it's, it's just been an incredible experience throughout my life. I mean, that is amazing. Um, I definitely get what you mean. I mean, uh, I went to Catholic school as a child, and I started investigating when I was eight. And, um, well, I didn't really care what the Catholic school thought, but they definitely thought I was weird (laughs) because I was investigating. (laughs) So, um, yeah. But then the same kids when I was in high school, uh, we took a field trip on the Queen Mary. They were like, Sophia, take us around. So it's just, it's amazing to just kind of see the shift, too, just generationally and just with the paranormal on TV, just how it's become more accepted. Um, I know it definitely would have been hard um, anytime before really recently um, having those abilities as a child and kind of navigating social life. Absolutely. And and you mentioned high school. This is how long we've been friends, Sophia. I remember you in high school. (laughs) Yeah. Been that long. Yeah. It's definitely, I've, I've I've had my show twelve years and I'm twenty four, so half my life oh, I've been wow. doing radio now. So it's um yeah, it's it's definitely amazing just growing with the field and um, you know, just seeing the differences and stuff. Um, which I'm sure you've experienced too through your time. Um, when you know, you realized you had this psychic ability, um, I know you said you kept it to yourself, but what was kind of the most, you know, what was the thing that you did to develop your ability that you felt helped you the most? Well, I think part of it is just understanding it's it's a normal part of life. You know, it, it's it's an understanding that it is given to us, something given to us to know that we just don't have life here. We have a continuing life. So as a kid, I you know, I was, uh, I was recognizing a, a, a prominent family member in my life that had passed on when I was seven months old, and, and I was recognizing him. It did not scare me at all. I, I recognized individuals always asked me. They'd say, 
are you ever afraid when you go to these locations and you see an apparition or you see someone or you hear someone? It, this has never scared me at all in my life. It's, to me, it's just a part of life. Now, I do share if you put a snake in front of me, I'll run faster than, than Flash Gordon. Yeah. You know, so, but, uh, yeah, so I, I I recognize early in my life I was recognizing this, I, I guess, or, I guess the most experience that I can recall the most was recognizing this family member and just knowing that that if anyone was going to be in the next part of life, it was going to be him. And and so, and just and then I just let it evolve as we as I grew. I, again, I didn't share it. I didn't talk about it. I just let it come natural for me. And uh, you know, and, and for the past 22 years, 23 years, sharing this and having. Uh, literally to thousands of individuals all over the world, it is continuing to help me to grow and to have, continue to help me to learn about my own abilities I've been given. So it's it's a continuing process. You know, that's what life is. It's continuing to learn and, and to grow and to evolve. And that's what, that's what, you know, that's, I'm still learning. I'm still learning with my abilities. Absolutely. Unless there's a snake, then you're, you're out of there. Yeah, I'm, I'm gone. I'm out. <laughs> I I definitely get it. My, I'm I don't watch horror movies, <laughs> and my friends are like, yeah. "But you're a ghost hunter." I'm like, "No one's trying to chase me with a knife. Like, I it's different. <laughs> like everyone thinks that paranormal investigators should just be like fearless. It's like, um, no, we're scared of things that it's rational, like snakes and spiders and and, and you know what? Yeah, I, I I get that total. I get that totally because. You know, I, I don't go into you know during the Halloween season. I don't go into I don't go into haunted uh, you know to haunted houses where they have the the people come jumping out on you. You know, for Halloween and I, I, I I'm I, that scares me. You know, now I can go yeah. into a location like like you know Waverly Hills or or any any place like that and it doesn't bother me at all. But I go to places. I don't go to those places. That, I don't go to haunted houses in Halloween that's been put together and constructed and. Because I, I, I'm too scared to go in there. <laughs> I Yeah, I completely get it. I Yeah. I mean, in high school, this girl was like, oh, well, you need to go to Not Scary Farm with me. And I was like, no. She's like, well, <laughs> I need someone to hide behind because I'm 5'8". And I'm like, okay, who am I supposed to hide behind? <laughs> like, no. I mean, it, it is just amazing. I mean, when you have those abilities or are in the paranormal, just, like, people think that, like, that should be, like, something you just desperately want to do. I can't think of a worse way to spend my time. Send me into an abandoned asylum any day, fine. But no Hollywood Horror Nights. That's right. That's right. I totally, I'm totally with you on that, Sophia. And, you know, speaking of locations, too, you've gone to some amazing locations. But where is one place? that you just would love to investigate um, based on, you know, the energy there or just someplace you think would be really cool to go? Well, there's several places in California I'm, I'm looking forward to, to one day visiting. Uh, one of the places I have not been, I have been to literally every location you see on television. I've literally have been there. Uh, but one location I haven't been to, and I, it's just out of curiosity and just to see if I would get anything, is the Winchester House. Um, yeah, out there in California, because I, I just—it's uh, always intrigued me how how Mrs. Winchester built that house for spiritual reasons, and then and then I'm kind of curious if if I go in that location, would I pick up on anything from Mrs. Winchester? 
Uh, I'm looking forward to that location. Um, some of the locations, my favorite locations is actually, I was just there, I've been there uh, a total of 12 times in the last 20 years, and and uh, for, there was like three or four years I wasn't there. But for some reason, for the last year, I've been there three times in the last year, and that's, as I mentioned earlier, the Waverly Hill Sanatorium in Louisville, Kentucky. That's one of my favorite places. I've got another, uh, other favorite places is uh, the, the prison in Ohio, uh, in, in the, the one in Virginia. Um, just, and, I, and I've also just got some private locations that I've been to that has been, it's been uh, in, interesting to me as well. So, and there's, a, there's more out there to, to, to learn and grow with. So I'm still looking forward to going to those locations as well. I'm going to a new place. Uh, I'm scheduled there in October and uh, it's an old YMCA building. And there's some history mm -hmm. behind that. And as you know, Sophia, when I go to these locations, I don't want to know anything about the location. I feel like those in spirit will share with me. You know, they'll guide me more and tell me more than what you can. So, so I let them. But I'm looking forward to that location because that's one place I. That's one type of place I've never been to is a YMCA. I've been to everything else, but I've never been to YMCA. So I'm looking forward to that. Well, that should be a great investigation. Um, and when you were saying you do private investigations too, do you do residential as well? I do. I, uh, I, I've kind of expanded my umbrella. Actually, um, I, I'm primarily known as a psychic and a medium who individuals come for private sessions. Uh, I have those mm -hmm. a few days a week in my schedule, but um, I also have been contacted to go to locations who's having experiences or, or things going on in their house or the residents. I've been asked to go and, and see what I could get and help them with that. I've also, in the in the past 20 years, have been a part of, it's almost like a monthly basis, I'm, I'm a part of a cold case or a murder case or a case that, uh, that the law enforcement needs assistance with. I, I do that as well. And, and, uh, and then I've even expanded uh, in the last seven, eight years now, I've been, I've been a life coach um, helping others with their daily lives. So uh, it's, it's, I wake up every morning excited, wondering what the day's going to bring me. <laughs> Absolutely. Where can people contact you if they are dealing with home hunting issues? Uh, just simply go to, you can go to my website, lifesgift.com, and uh, there'll be a place there where you can send an email. I also got, uh, you can also call, call a number that's on there as well. Um, I do recommend that what I normally do with uh, someone who's having some things going on in their house, I, we do have an in and, and kind of get feelings of what what's going on, hearing them, hearing, letting them tell me what's going on, so I can kind of get an understanding of the location before I go there. And then once, uh, and then. Once I'm there, then what we do is we try to find solutions. We try to find a, com a comfort area that we can help mm -hmm. and maybe help mm -hmm. if, if, it's a, if there's something going on in the home, we, we will work with the, the spirit of the individuals in that home and find out why they're doing this and what the reason is. Uh, one of the things I do, Sophie, is when I, when I go to locations like that is I let them know that I'm going to go in with the positive energy, you know, that – because I know that positive overcomes negative every time. So 
I'm not going to go in there and start cussing, and I'm not going to go in there and start, you know, saying come and get me and and or I'll throw you out and things like that. We're going to we're going to learn from the spirit, and we're going to learn from why they're there, and then we're going to get help help everyone find the right solution for that location. So uh, that's that's how I, that's how we do this. So, but you can contact me on the website, and then. Um, like I said, the assistant, my one of my assistants, will get in touch with you, and and uh, we'll we'll schedule a telephone conversation or a Zoom conversation, and then and then sometimes I'll ask for um, maybe photos of a, of a part of the house or a part of the residence that's mm-hmm. what's going on, mm-hmm. and I and I like to. But the one thing I do ask is when I'm helping with someone with that residence is. Don't relate to me who you think it is. Don't relate to me, you know who, why you think why you think it's happening. Let, let them tell me. Definitely. Definitely. I, I mean, it's so good that you're able to go into, um, you know, just any location, just with a clear head and stuff. So you know, when you're receiving messages, you know that it's not just kind of like coming through based on what you already know. So it's great that you take that approach when going into really any case that you do. And as you were saying earlier, you also assist with cold cases. How did you start doing that type of work? Well, I actually things for me just happened to fall into place for me. And, and uh, I was in this industry for, for a few years and started building a reputation. And, and uh, I had a, uh, I guess one of the first ones I can recall was it was a nationally known um, case, and uh, it was a, with a little little baby girl, little girl, and uh, and she was missing, and and they suspect the they felt it was their mom, the mom, but it wasn't for sure. And so I was contacted actually by a uh, by a friend of the family. And that's the first thing I share when someone contacts me for a cold case. First thing I share is listen to the experts in the respective field. In other words, in this case, listen to the law enforcement. They're the experts. And mm-hmm. so whatever I share, you still listen to the experts. So in this particular, it was like I said, it was on national news, international news, and and this was uh, probably probably a good 15 years, 16 years ago at least. And so, but uh, contacted by, fam- by by friends of the family, I shared with them I needed uh, permission with the family. I started relaying them. They sent me a photo of the little girl, and I started relaying the messages, and uh, I started relaying what I was seeing. And the way it works for me, when I see a photo of the individual, then they start helping me, the spirit, those in spirit will start helping me do it, and that's, that individual will help me, and I will. They will start sharing with me the messages, and I start sharing. I'll just share with you. I started sharing that I saw a wood in the woods. I saw a, a, a dump stool nearby. I also rec- recognized something with a duct tape over the mouth, and for some reason, I saw a heart. And uh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. so, when I was contacted, I guess it was about maybe seven, eight weeks later, maybe less than that. But they found they found the little girl, and I, I'm talking about the Casey Anthony case. And uh, oh wow, was, oh wow, yeah. So everything, pretty well, everything that she had shared with me, and I also shared with them that they were looking too far away. That it was like within and near the home uh, where she was raised. So uh, 
unfortunately, they found the found the body. Unfortunately, the little girl is is you know little Casey is doing well. Um, I I do know who did it, <laughs> so I'm gonna leave it at that because it it really it really touched my heart whenever I was getting this from the little girl and and uh, to this day it still still kind of affects me when I talk about it because the little girl didn't have you know she didn't have a choice so uh but uh so that was one of my first so from there then it started i've started getting contacts from uh, from law enforcement i've worked with law enforcement i, I work with family members who has a missing person or a missing individual and uh, they contact me and and what we do with that it's a little bit different structure than than just calling and scheduling an appointment with me we, we go through some some steps before I proceed with with first thing I do is I get permission from the family or the law enforcement and uh, if they choose to work with me I'll, I'll work with the law enforcement if they choose not to and, and work with me later that's fine too so but that's uh, that's primarily how I got into that it just kind of fell into place yeah I mean that's definitely you know um, such a notorious case to have worked on um, as your kind of first cold case um, so I mean that's amazing you were able to aid in that um, and you know assist with what you saw with the law enforcement um, so I mean thank you for all you do to um, helping with cold cases um, I know that that's very hard for families that don't know what happened to their loved ones so it's great to you know be able to help in any way you can, um, seeing things that sometimes the law enforcement can't. Well, and it, it's really draining for me because they literally put me in the in the place. They, you know, I always share with everyone. I'm not the Whoopi mm -hmm. Goldberg ghost mm -hmm. movie thing. They don't go into my body, but they the feelings you get. You know, for for example, that particular case, I couldn't understand why the heart, why I saw a heart with the duct tape. But we found out later when they found the body that that the duct tape had had a mark it had a, someone taking a marker and put a heart on the duct tape on the mouth so so you know sometimes I get things that don't make sense but we get validations later but uh, you know it's still it's still heart it still tugs the heart it still drains whenever I'm doing cases like that primarily because I maybe I could see what had happened but also because I I know how really how really affect, it affects the family members who love this individual so much and uh, so it, it's pretty draining, but I do all I can to, to help a lot in any way possible that I can. Absolutely. Um, I can't imagine how difficult that must be for you to go through. And, you know, besides your paranormal investigating and helping families contact or find their loved ones, you also find time to write books. Um, if you want to tell the audience about some of the books you've authored and um, how that all started for you. Yeah, it's really funny because just just a few days ago, my publisher, she's constantly asked me when do I have the next book ready. She's been after me for like several years because it's been a few years since I've written a book. I I've started a book and I've been working on the book for about two years. I'm not consistently working on the book, but it is it is in process. But uh, I've got I've got three books out that I've written in the, in my career in this industry and. And the first one was uh, called You're Not Crazy, You Have a Ghost, which is probably the most popular one. And uh, that, that and then the second one was called Stepping Stones, Thoughts Along Life's Path. And then the third one actually was like a digital ebook at one at when it first came out, and we turned it into a print. 
It's called Reasons for Hauntings, and that I primarily wrote that because when I was writing at the time, I was getting kind of sick and tired of how individuals were describing places that they considered haunted and considered negative, and you know, every place that was haunted was negative. And so I wrote that book on 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 how to how to if your place is has activity, here are the steps and and how to research and how to learn why and, and all that. So, but the three books are available on uh, pretty well anywhere, on Amazon um, and I think Books a Million, Barnes & Noble. It's, uh, you can Google the books and it'll come up on where they're at bookstores and things as well. So I'm, I'm going to tell you today that I'm being pushed really, really hard to finish the book I'm working on. So hopefully, Hopefully I'll have it done. I'm not going to give a date on it, timeline on it, but hopefully very soon I'll have mm-hmm. I'll have one out again. <laughs> well, when it is done, you know you're always welcome back here to promote anything you have. Well, I, I appreciate it, Sophia, and, and uh, uh, you know um, it's always like I said, it's always great to be back on the show. Always enjoy this time, and and uh, when I get the book out, I'll definitely let you guys know. For sure. I mean, I can't wait to hear about your next book. Um, I definitely couldn't write a book. So I mean, good luck with, um, you know, finishing it up. I, I definitely don't have the patience for that. So I commend anyone that has written not one book, but also multiple books. Well, actually, it's, it's got a lot easier. My first book, I literally wrote it on a on a yellow pad and paper, and, and then I transferred it to a Word document. And then from there, I sent it to the publisher, and they did all their stuff. But now I've got this program where I can just and I and it's like Rick, don't make an excuse. You've got all this easy technology now, and I can literally speak and talk, and it'll write for me. You know, so there's no there's yeah. no excuse. There's no excuse, Sophia. So uh, actually, the book is just to let you know, just kind of give you a little background on the new book. It's going to be I don't want to call it a biography, but it mm-hmm. is a semi biography about a little bit about me growing up with these abilities and and. Uh, uh, some of the experiences I've had through my life and and uh, uh, things like that. So it's it's going to be uh, something that I want to make sure is right when it comes out. Well, I mean, I think it's definitely going to be a book that will help a lot of people um, sharing your experiences and letting others know who, you know, might be struggling through psychic abilities or having experiences of their own that they're not alone. So um, I can't wait for you to finish it. I know it'll be great for so many people. Well, I'm going. To, I'm going. To, I'm just made myself a note here. When I get the book out, I'll make sure you get a copy. Oh well, thank oh, you wow. so much. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I do know we have to take a quick commercial break, really quick. Um, but we actually have some callers too when we come back from break. Yeah, it's the Ghost Host Show with Sophia Tepperly on LiveParanormal.com. You can be one of those callers as well. Three four seven two zero two zero three one six. That's three four seven. 2020316. We welcome uh, Rick Hayes back on the show. Everyone visit lifesgift.com. That's lifesgift.com. Facebook, Rick Hayes Life's Gift. Twitter, at Life's Gift One. YouTube search, Psychic Medium Rick Hayes. It's the Ghost Host Show with Sophia Temporelli on liveparanormal.com. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dustin Perry, the Paranormal Rockstar, and you're listening to The Ghost Host with the most, Sophia Temporelli, only on LiveParanormal.com.
Hey, this is Rick Hayes, the psychic medium, life consultant, author, and lecturer, and you're listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. Believe. Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.LiveParanormal.com. The only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. Hey, this is Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures, and you are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporilli, on LiveParanormal.com. Not only am I Dave Schrader, but I'm Dave Schrader of Travel Channel's The Holzer Files, and you're listening to <laughs> Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. I feel left out. I wanted to throw myself into your mix of, of voiceovers now. I love it. You know, uh, it's almost like we didn't leave break. Oh, poor Dave. What the, the audio bites there. And uh, Sophia and Rick, I'm still trying to unmute Rick's line. Oh, there we got it. And, and uh well, while that was going on, Rick, is there something you sense or feel about Sophia's direction, like through the course of the show? Um, uh, let me um, – hold on. <laughs> uh, Sophia, I need to ask you, are you, are you staying in communication? Uh, like, what do you mean? Uh, are you like, like you're doing this show? Are you are you staying in the communication field in some way? Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I love kind of you know just like uh, I love creating stuff, so I definitely would like to stay in kind of the entertainment, um, you know, paranormal type field. Okay, I also feel that I also need to here, but I also need to ask you: Are you in a relationship right currently? No, I'm not. Okay. There's this is this is coming up to me strong right now, so I need to share this with like there's there's a, a, a something with a relationship and this could I don't know if it's romantic, I don't know if it's it's family, but I feel like there's there's a bond with a relationship coming up as well. I feel like this is gonna be coming up in the next uh I'm gonna say within the next nine months. Um, that, that this is going to be going on. And I ask you about communication because I feel like, and I know all the years that you have experienced and grown in, in this field, I feel like that in some way this needs to remain in, in your in your, in your uh, life in some way um, as far as communication. I'm not, I'm, when I say communication, I'm saying media, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, you went to college? No, I didn't. Okay, there's some classes that you're going to be taking too. Just I don't know if it's online, but there's a there's there's I feel like there's two classes that's going to be a part of something you're going to be learning about. Okay. 
All right. Um, is there the question was asked? But is there something specific you was at wanting to know? No, uh, you know, just since I sure on my dad loves to ask, uh, you know, if they see anything kind of in my future oh, career wise or anything. Just being dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, she did, but, you know, she did thank take you. a film class. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I took one a while ago, uh, one film class. Um, that was, yeah. Um, school is scary. <laughs> okay. Well, and and it doesn't mean going to college, you know, per se. It means it, there's going to be an advancement in education when I get something like this. This could be a class. You said you took a film class before. I feel like there's another two classes that's really going to enhance you as well with, with what you want in your career path. So, uh, uh, and and I'm just going to say this, boy, it's, it must be great to be 24 years old. <laughs> so, I I remember that time in my life. I it was it was a great time in life. So, uh, so uh, yeah, that's that's what I'm primarily getting. There's something about a relationship and coming up. I don't know if it's family or, or or romantically, but I feel like there's something coming up. It's coming up within the next nine months. There's a bond there. I feel like I need to express the bond there because either if it's family, that, that bond, it, it's important that I stay as close and it's a bond. Uh, it's like support one another. And um, and then I'm also feeling like I should share with you as well that uh, you got new travel. You got new travel. I'm hearing new travel. And when I get something like that, Sophie, I don't know if they mean new travel in the sense of you got a new vehicle or if it's new travel, like you're going to be having a new travel experience here soon. Well, I do want to add um, uh-huh. about the bond thing. Um, I actually, so my dad's adopted, and last month um, he, on his father's side, his half-brother and sister got in contact with him. So um, oh, well, we're kind of learning about her grandfather's uh, new family currently. Still. Yeah, yeah my all. grandfather's alive. And then uh, we're currently, my dad's trying to contact his mother's side of the family. I've been his birth mother through a series of obituaries. She's alive. That's just how I found her. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting. It's, it's definitely interesting because, um, you know, it's uh, such a new dynamic just trying to figure out uh, family now. Um, you know, now having a new aunt and uncle and a grandfather and I don't know about his mom's side fully, but um, yeah. So it's well, definitely me, it's definitely about bonds. That's a big one. Well, let me let me share this. There's a growth there. There's a bond there in the, for the next nine months. So if this is what's going on in currently, then the bond is it's 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 important for me to share the bond to, to bring it close to bent to make it a, like a bond. So if uh, so for both of you, I mean, I'm going to share with both of you that that it is. This is a good pro. This is a good thing. I'm getting a good green check mark for this. So, continue continue to build that bond with this family. And congratulations, by the way, on that. Uh, oh that's, wow! That's Thanks, Rick. Exciting. That's exciting. So, is this GN? Yeah, I mean, they're wonderful. You're. Is this Gian that's talking to me as well? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm Sophia's dad, the co the, yeah, kind of the yeah, show yeah. engineer. Yeah. I got I got one question to ask you. Do you still have your long hair? Yeah. It's okay. not as long as a long time ago, but yeah, it's still long. 
<laughs> okay, you made me. Je- you always made me jealous when I saw a photo of you. Just to let you know, because <laughs> I was like, I like to have that hair. <laughs> so. our, our shower drain's not real happy, but <laughs> I'm not real happy. I have to clean it up. You know, it's all over the house. I'm just like, oh my god. Well, he just say yeah, I'm making. Real quick, I need, I, I need to bring this in real quick. Who's 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 wearing the rings right now? Who's got the rings on? Think that would oh, be him. Rings. Yeah, yeah. I'm, got, I, well, that's I just got a compliment on my wedding ring like this past week. Like it's a big, you know, dragon. It's a gold dragon that you'll. Our whole wedding theme was dragons, and I got compliments. Are you, on it. Are, are you wearing that? Are you wearing that now? Uh, not right now. Yeah, usually all week long I'm wearing it, you know, work or just okay. going out or just going out to the store. I always have it in a place where I just, you know, put it on. It's big. <laughs> okay. I'm also, I'm getting this. I'm, I'm actually seeing two rings. So I don't know what the two rings is. It's like having two rings on, 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 on two fingers on one hand. Well, so. Yeah, during the old heavy metal period, stuff, you know, as a drummer, and I wore like, yeah, rings on every finger. <laughs> okay. Like you know, bold uh, and things. Were you in a band then? Is that what you're t- sharing with me? Yeah, a lot of different bands. It was kind of a hobby, like you know, playing at parties or college things, and yeah, but that was way back. <laughs> okay. No, I, I thought I was going in one direction, but I'm being switched to another, another, another area. Um, there's something about the two rings on the finger. So just re- remember, I said that. I feel like I'm I'm going to like uh, the first index finger and then the ring finger, the the wedding ring finger. So it, I'm, that's where I'm being shown. And also, you, there's something about. Go ahead. Oh, I, at events usually like yeah, like on the Queen Mary or different things. Like if if it's not, I've simplified that down to like yeah, there's like a turquoise ring on like yeah my index finger that I'm writing with, and then yeah the wedding ring. So it's yeah, okay. I scaled back. <laughs> Well, Dad, I, I didn't want—I didn't want to scare you when I talk, started to talk about rings. I didn't want to say I saw one on Sophia's ring, finger. So you're—you're you're okay. <laughs> you're okay. <laughs> but I do feel like someone wants to pull me to the, the two fingers, to the two rings on the fingers, and uh, I do feel like this is family connection that's sharing this with me. I almost feel like there's a there's a ring significance in this as we talked earlier about your learning about you you're finding from your adopted your or your family there's something about a special ring in the family as well so just keep that in mind as well okay oh okay yeah oh. it's like a passed down ring oh okay well, that's amazing I yeah mean, there's it is so recent, yeah, my, so I mean there's so much to learn. Yeah, Sophia's mom, she has uh, one that's from, uh, yeah, my adoptive side, my Italian adoptive father's side from uh, his mom that she has, that she still wears. Okay, and and here's where I'm going with this, as we can, and I'm not going to take all of the time of the show today, but I need to briefly share this as well. The ring that we're talking about, I'm getting more clear on this. It would be for, if they show me your, your hand, so there, and I got your hand because they say it was your hand. I feel like this is saying that it is coming from your side, not your wife's side, but your side of the family. It's a ring that I felt like it was a grandmother, great-grandmother's or something like that that is going to be up. It's a part of this family. And they're wanting to give it, it's wanting to be passed on, like passed on to another daughter. 
like another female in the family. So if this happens, if it comes about as you are bonding and, and growing with this new uh, family group, um, if this happens to come up, then Sophia, if, if it's offered to you, then you are to know that you are to accept it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, this is something that we – it's not from the past. We can't validate right now, but all we all can do is share with you what, what I'm being shared with. And so, you know, you just let things happen as it should. So when it happens, just, just know that you are to accept it. I think they're telling me that because it's almost like you're going to say, well, I don't know if I – you know, I don't feel like I'm – it or something like that. Just know that you're okay. You should accept it. Oh, okay, wow. yeah, for sure. My mom told me uh, my grandma was like offering me jewelry, and I don't really, I well, I don't wear jewelry. And my mom's like, <laughs> it's it's your family stuff. Just say yes. I'm like, I feel bad though. My mom's like, don't. And I was like, okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> well. Maybe that's why that's just being brought up again because they know you. You know they know that what you how you react. So you're just you're just y'all supposed to just accept it. Huh. Yeah, okay. exactly what my mom was saying. But um, besides your amazing abilities, I mean you are so busy. Um, you do tons of events um, everywhere. So I mean, if you want to tell the audience about some of your upcoming events that you have. Sure, I guess. I guess yeah, I'm 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 trying to slow myself down a little bit because I'm getting older, Sophia. So you know I need to slow down a little mm -hmm. bit, but I, but it it doesn't seem to be happening. But uh, I guess my near next event is is I'm very excited about it. It's my second annual one. It's called the Master Class, and it's a full day class on uh, spiritual development, developing your own abilities, and working with your abilities. I've got. Three great speakers this year that's going to be a, be a, being a part of this with me. Um, one of them is a friend of yours, Dustin Perry. Uh, Dustin's going to come in, and mm -hmm. this is going to be in August, in August 19th on a Saturday. And uh, then I also got a world-renowned uh, genealogist that's coming in. She is world-renowned. And then I also got a Reiki master coming in that day. So, and then I've got uh, I've got I'll be back at the Waverly Hills in Louisville. Uh, in the next in the next few months, and also like I shared earlier, I think in October is going to be the uh, the YMCA in uh, don't I, it's in Illinois. I think it's near the Illinois Ohio Ohio Iowa Iowa Illinois border. And then I've got uh, uh, wow. Just go to my website lifegift.com and and it'll share with you where I'm going to be because. I'm usually traveling somewhere about every weekend. <laughs> so, I, I and I appreciate you giving me this opportunity today to be home based, where I can just relax and be at home this weekend. So, thank you very much. Well, I appreciate you for taking the time out of your schedule to come on. I mean, you oh, really absolutely. are everywhere, and you have so many amazing events um, that people should definitely check out. Um, I know for your Wild Souls <laughs> Gathering Virtual Summit, you can. Learn more about the event at wildpolesgathering.com as well. Um, so, I mean, oh, I definitely so people that's, should check that's, that out. Yeah, that'll be July the 27th to the 31st. I'm very excited about that event. It's a good friend of mine. I've known her for over 15 years. I've watched her evolve. I've watched her grow. Uh, actually, I gave her the, the message that she was going to have this retreat about 16 years ago. 
when we were doing uh, uh, our own in one-to-one -one sessions, and I was sharing with her, I started describing the location, and, and uh, she purchased it about a year and a half ago, and it's over 200 beautiful acres, and this summit is a kind of a launch pad, a kickoff for her for, the, for that weekend. It's four days. She's got 16 fantastic speakers coming in, um, and I'm a part of that as well. So, uh, yeah, it's a free. It's going to be free. You can, you can just you can just stay, be at home and and listen to all these great July 27th to 31st. I mean, it's so great um, just to be able to have an event like that too. Uh, that's virtual because you know. So many events um, are hard to get to sometimes. I know for us, we're on the West Coast, so a lot of the East Coast events are hard to get to. And then sometimes if there's a West Coast event, it's hard for East Coast people to get to. So it's great just having an event where everyone can listen and kind of see everything that's going on um, from the comfort of their home. Yeah, it's actually amazing. Technology is really just, you know, I've been in this industry long enough. I always share, I, I'm literally now the, the the old wise old man up on top of the mountain, you know, because <laughs> I'm, I'm getting that age. But, uh, you know, I've, I've also, and we've also included in the last few years uh, another service besides I do telephone, uh, what I call uh, sessions, uh, I also do in person. But we've also incorporated the, uh, virtual now so I'm able to you can be at home and, and see me and I can be in my office and see you and and have a uh, connection session with us and in that way so uh, so technology has really been helpful in the last few years especially for sure and especially when researching locations too we're confirming you know what you've been able to pick up on because uh, I I can't imagine you know the days like going to libraries I mean I know they're so helpful but like you know being having to sift through book after book after book to you know confirm historical locations like what happened there um, I, I definitely I'm too Gen Z for that <laughs> well they, they, when you talk Technology. I mean, the technology in the in the paranormal investigation field is really expanded and really advanced. Uh, we we used something a, a few weeks ago at a location that I don't personally use the equipment because I just utilize what I have within me. But uh, I don't know what it's called. You have to ask Zach Bagan what it's called because he'll probably know. But but it's 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 a, it's it's really fascinating because it was actually it looked like six people. You know, six people were coming up on the screen, and uh, it was it was energy of spirit, and so uh, you know yeah. that uh, X Connect. Pardon me. That X Connect. I uh, sounds good to me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it it it's fascinating, and then you know something as simple that that I've noticed in the last few, last few months is individuals are using. They're actually these little balls that, that light up, and they're they're like pet toys, but uh, they've been they've been utilizing that in the last few months as well. So, so this not just this industry is advanced in in knowledge and learning, but also it's advanced in technology, which is, you know, I remember when my buddy Bill Chapel gave me. Uh, gave me a gift of his first Oculus, one of his, you know, the first Oculus edition he had, and I thought that was just wild. And now he's he's advanced that so much, you know, it's it's crazy. But uh, and I love it because individuals like myself who utilizes my the, the abilities given within us, we can partner, we can work.
work with the technology as well to validate what we're getting. So I, uh, I want to send out a shout out to all those paranormal investigators out there and say thank you because individuals like myself who suck in meetings, you're, you're, you're a great benefit for us. So thank you very much. Absolutely. I mean, the technology they make is amazing. Uh, I've seen people just, you know, um, not necessarily inventors, but, you know, paranormal investigators just being able to create their own equipment or, you know, make something that they saw on TV. And I'm like, wow, you're using a soldering gun. I would definitely burn myself. So it's incredible just like how I just resourceful people are with technology nowadays. So the question I have, Sophia, for you is: Where do you're in California? Where I where where would be a location you would recommend out in California that that you and I could go investigate? Well, the Queen Mary is always a great one. We're super close to that, uh, and it's yeah. um, you know it never disappoints. <laughs> okay, I, I I'll make a note of that. And uh, yeah, it would be great that, to investigate with you. Oh, I've never. I'd love to. I'd love to see where I can get. I've been on ships but I've never been on the Queen Mary uh, yet. So I would love that. So let, I'll, let's see if we can put that together. Definitely. And that's actually the last place uh, we saw Debbie in person too. So, you know, it's just one of those connecting places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she really connected us. Wow. Well, I, I, I definitely want to uh, put that on my list to, to investigate. So, and just, into what I call connect. I, I do connections. So Looks you would like, love it. I mean, wow. it's so active and you really don't ever know what you're going to get there. Um, it just recently reopened too. It was closed for yeah. COVID and renovation. So um, we actually haven't been back since the reopening, but they've updated a lot and uh, restored a lot too. Well, it's fascinating for me uh, when I go into locations, uh, the majority of time when it, for me to connect with them, they will show me a light. They will show me their presence by light but or a shadow form. But but when I go to locations, historical locations like the Queen Mary, most often I would, they will show me what they look like in their physical body because they want me to look at time period they were there. They want me to, to, to recognize if they worked there, if they were part of the ship. So uh, it's always – it's always like stepping back in time when I go to locations like that. Absolutely. Well, I wouldn't. I can't wait to see what you get there um, when we are able to go. But I, this hour went by so fast. Um, really quickly, oh. is there any websites or anything that you would like to mention before the show's over? Well, I, first of all, I want to thank you, and you're right. Every time I'm with you all, I, it just the hour just flies by. I thank you for for the opportunity to be be here uh, to return again, and looking forward to another return. Um, I I want to just share with everyone that uh, just recognize that life is a continuing life, and and we're meant here to enjoy life. So enjoy life. And my tagline, and everybody knows me by it, is just to believe. Absolutely. Well, thank you again so much for coming on today, Rick. It's been great talking to you as always, and I can't wait to have you back on in the future. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you so much. Thanks. All right. Thanks. And thank Rhonda for us too. Yeah. Thanks Rhonda for, you know, coordinating everything with us for the show. Well, fantastic show today, Sophia. Absolutely. Rick is such a great guest as always. I want to thank you all for listening. The show definitely would not be possible without all of you. And I will talk to you guys again next week. Bye. And for Rick's events, I want to quickly go through, uh, of course, lifesgift.com. That's lifesgift.com. He has Wild Soul Gatherings 
wildsoulsgatherings.com. You can go to wildsoulsgatherings.com for his event coming up July 27th through 30th. Also, too, as well, the upcoming Masterclass uh, 2023 event. That's going to be Saturday, August 19th at the uh, Fine Cultural Center in Jasper, Indiana. For tickets, Masterclass 2023, or, uh, 2023 visit rickhays.ticketspice.com. That's rickhays.ticketspice.com. Upcoming web, the Psychic Housewife of New Jersey, April, is seen on uh, the Halzer Files. Uh, she'll be on next weekend, the 22nd. Weird New Jersey contributing writer and paranormal investigator Jim Paris will be on the program on the 29th. Dark Side of the Apple, a true story of paranormal attack, author Sabrina Marie. She'll be on the program on August 19th. Uh, we have other guests that are securing their uh, guest spot dates, too, as well. So like the ghost host, Sophia Temporally, on LiveParanormal.com Facebook fan page. And a great show, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Hi, this is Debbie and Sion Ghost Adventures. You're listening to The Ghost Host with your host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. God bless you all. Hey, this is Rick Hayes, the psychic medium, life consultant, author, and lecturer, and you're listening to The Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. Believe. Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com. The only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.